There will be drinking, there will be drinking, there will be drinking and talking about stuff. <laughs> okay, are you ready, Meredith? I'm first? so ready, Caitlin. Okay. First, unleash sure. your, your <clears throat> mind head on me. You got it. First comes the action, then a reason for doing it. Okay. This reason is called justification. Okay. The justification is not in the lines. It's in you. Oh. What you choose as your justification should agitate you forward. As a result of the agitation, you will experience the action and then the emotion. <laughs> I'm thinking I might act out of do- being a dog. Okay. That's fine. I'm thinking. In that case, I need you to answer these questions. Okay. For example, I'll give you an example for this exercise. Okay. Why did you wipe your hand? I want to put on suntan lotion is the justification. Okay. Okay. All right. First one. Why are you coming out of a building? Because it's on fire. Excellent justification. Good job. Why are you going into a store? To tell everyone that there's a fire. <laughs> Why are you walking the dog? Because I have to go to the bathroom. But the dog? Oh, you're the dog. Yeah, third person sort of situation. Okay, I'll take it. Why are you carrying packages? Because I know that my owner likes these packages and I want to bring them up. <laughs> Why are you stopping at the corner? To, to pee on a <laughs> fire hydrant. Somehow I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Why are you reading the book? Because I can't see it unless... I don't, this one I don't know. Yeah. Besides Ella. Besides Ella. Well, you're the one who chose to be a dog throughout this acting. Maybe, maybe, maybe I chose it or maybe, maybe did. All right. Well, that's the end of Exercise for Justification brought to you by Stella Adler's Technique of Acting, uh, copyright 1957. Cool. I'm sure nothing's changed. No, I'm sure everybody acts exactly the same. <laughs> hey guys, we're there. We'll be drinking. Hey guys, <laughs> we're real loose now. Yeah, welcome to our sesh. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, we should try and do an improv game. Okay, what do you want to play? I don't know. You tell me. We could play bad rap since we're doing a singing. Okay. Um, guys, we're we we're, we are doing some stuff for you today. Yeah, we. Uh, our review for today is Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, yeah. and if you didn't know that, it's because you didn't read the title of the podcast when you downloaded it, yeah. which, I mean, I'm sure that happens. I don't know how. <laughs> yeah, probably. It's just like, uh, in the, it's in the queue. It's in the queue. It's on the queue. Yeah. yeah. It's in the unplayed episodes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, anyway, yeah, we reviewed my crazy, or we watched my crazy ex-girlfriend all of season one, and then the, the new, new episode, episode of season two. Um, and we made a special drink uh, to commemorate crazy ex-girlfriend, which is amazing. Did I marry you and go over a drink? Yeah. So I don't know if you guys know this, um, but every episode of crazy ex-girlfriend includes the name Josh. As a title? It does yes. every single episode? Every single episode. Okay, cool. Uh, because she's trying to like... She's not obsessed with Josh. Right. Why she's did like, she Josh move to not, California? She, because she's in love with Josh. No, no, no. Josh just happens to live here. No, but she's in love with Josh. No, just Josh happens to live here. It's, no, but it's she a, definitely is in love with him, and crazy. that's why she moved. I'm crazy? <laughs> <laughs> you're a crazy ex-girlfriend. Okay, anyway. So we made, we created the Josh made a margarita. Josh made a margarita, and he put his extra special spin on it. Yeah, so he's Filipino, not that that kimchi's Korean, but yeah. we decided that this is not a thing yet. On the internet. I don't know how. Yeah. So we made a kimchi margarita. 
We made a kimchi margarita. Margarita, which is from usually Mexico. Yeah. And kimchi, which is from Korea. And they go off for margaritas. We had it made by a a imaginary Filipino guy. Exactly. So that's American. Okay. If I don't know what's American, that's American. What? The, the, the beautiful Epcot situation we created in this cocktail? Yeah, the Epcot cocktail that we just made. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We made an Epcot situation. It's delicious. So it's a lot of things. So yeah. uh, our, the rest, we'll post it online, so all those specifics. But it has lime juice, some kimchi, cilantro, tequila, sriracha, simple syrup, and the extra kicker... A peanut butter garnish. Yeah. What? The peanut butter garnish is like I would I would do it on half your glass because it it's it's like um it's like asparagus. You might love it, you might hate it. I you like never it. know. Well, Meredith you, liked it. I was a little iffy on it. I like it. I like it. I think it's fun. It's you might love it, but I'm just saying that that of uh, the drink is very good, but of the the elements, I think that's the one that might like turn some people off. I think you should try it. You know, you can do like the whole dip, the dip the whole half of the glass in it. Situation. That's what I was saying. Do yeah. half a rim. Yeah. And then you can, or you just do a so straw. So just like shake sitch. all that, you know, muddle some of that, shake all of it. Just go to Insta and figure it out. Go to go our to Instagram. Gram. Go to the gram. There will be drinking. Go to the gram. Yeah. The grams. Go to the grams. And we're there and we have all the recipes of all of our drinks. And we don't have that many posts. So you can go through. It's almost like a recipe book. Um. So I also really, I think this is like really important for us to mention right at the beginning. We finally have an email account. Whoa. Because we grew up. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Also, should we qualify? I feel like there's so many things to explain. This is the Mothership Podcast. Yes. Number one. Yes. Which I feel like people would know that at this point. Yeah, probably. But we have a recap podcast. Yes. And we've previously recapped The Bachelorette. And then. um, On the same feed. Right, but now we're recapping on a different feed, uh, Twin Peaks, and we're doing one episode a week until uh, it comes out on Showtime. And then so we're, we're going to do the same all thing all of then. Twin Peaks, and it's something that we'd never seen before, um, but now we're doing it one episode at a time, one week at a time. Yeah, so, so we're not like, we really like it, and we're big fans of it, but there are definitely people who know more about Twin Peaks than us, so it's really just oh, like newbies watching yeah, it, we're it's n- super fun. Well, because I think we were too young to really get into it so it's like the millennial experience of twin peaks so yeah we really like it but so our our email address you guys if you have any comments questions and most importantly if you are a new york based podcaster and want to be a guest on our show oh yeah please contact us contact us on our email well you gotta tell them what our email is mary i am it's twbd podcast at gmail.com what is it again it is t w B D podcast at gmail.com. What does that stand for? There will be drinking. Oh, that's amazing. I hey, know. Meredith. Isn't that crazy? Hey, Meredith. What? Say, like, I was a fan of your recap podcast about Twin Peaks. Would I, could I still email you and ask you questions about that on there? Totally can. What? You should totally that's crazy. do that. <laughs> Wait a minute. What if um, I was a particular fan of the Outlander episode of this podcast and People I just wanted to, to expand <laughs> upon my Outlander questions? Can I email you about that? You definitely should. Okay. What if? And if you wanted to, like, if you for some reason were like, hey, we're watching Outlander tonight and you guys should come over and watch it with us and get drunk and make that cocktail you made, we will do that. We might do that, yeah. Actually. We would totally. If you want us to be your honorary guests, we'll be there. We will make, we will bring. Hey, hey Meredith. Yeah. What if I'm someone who like maybe isn't in the cop podcast scene, but I'm someone who's like a huge fan of a television show that you might review. Can I come on your podcast? Fuck yes. Oh, if I live or, in New York? importantly. Than any of those other okay. questions. All right. That's number one. Okay, cool. Yeah, we have some good stuff. Hey, Ma- hey Meredith. What, Caitlin? <laughs> <laughs> Never, Never, Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. What is your what is your justification for this question? No, never mind. I'm sorry. You need to ask it. I'm sorry, Meredith. You need to ask it. I'm so sorry. Ask it. <laughs> if you don't ask it, I'm sh- I'm pretty sure at the end of this podcast the world will end. So you need to you need to get out the question. Hey Meredith, what? What if I really hated you guys and I wanted to kill you and send you a death threat? Could I email you at twbpodcast at gmail dot com? Yes. <laughs> okay, thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> I will report you to the cops. 
but That's I will. Fine, I understand. But the fact that anyone took the time to write us a death threat, I'm pretty stoked it's on that. Flattering, yeah. right? <laughs> Is it? I forget what. There's like a movie or television show where this woman used to be famous, and then she lost her stalker, and she knew she wasn't famous anymore. Wow, that's really sad. <laughs> but no, I've never seen that. Maybe it's just like a scenario people joke about. I don't know. Anyway. Anyway. It's, it's, what, yeah. We were going to play an improv game. Oh, yeah. Let's do that. Okay, I'm going to explain this improv game to you real, real quick. Okay. It's called um, Bad Rap. Got it. And it's essentially um, you're making up a rap. Okay. But... Um, it, the best way to explain it is like it's a couplet. So like there's one sentence and then the next sentence is supposed to rhyme. Right. But it's a bad rap, so it actually doesn't rhyme. You Got replace it. the word with something else. So you could say like Um My favorite color of a car is blue. Bad rap, bad rap, bad rap. I like to ride around in my car with my mom. Bad rap, bad rap, bad rap. So like obviously I was gonna say with you, but then I replace it with something else. Or like um, I, you know, I, I always love to wear a t-shirt. Bad rap, bad rap, bad rap. But sometimes my t-shirt gets covered with mud. Bad rap, bad rap, bad rap. That's what you do. So you always add the bad rap part? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, you see bad rap in between because it gives you time to think. Okay. Um, so like you, you would start, so I'll do it, and then I'll say a line, and then you give me a bad rap. Okay. And then you say a line, and then I'll give you a bad rap. Okay, Ready? All right, I have a good one, though. Oh, okay, well, then you can go first. Ready? Bad rap, bad rap, bad rap. I want to be a sexy bunny for Halloween. Bad rap, bad rap, bad rap. Except every Halloween, I always yell real loud. Bad rap, bad rap, bad rap. When I drink beer, sometimes I have to fart. Bad rap, bad rap, bad rap. When I drink beer, sometimes I have to... Oh, damn it, I really wanted to rhyme. Fuck. You wanted to say shart? Yeah. That's fine. Or or like smart. You could have said like... Um, or heart. Like sometimes when I fart, I think it's a fart, but it's a poop. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, All right. it's, the Let point is again. to be terrible at rapping. Yep. Okay. okay. Let's try again. Okay. You going to go first? No, you go first. I'll go first. Okay, ready? Um, Let me think of one. Okay. Bad rap, bad rap, bad rap. I always cook with my apron on. Bad rap, bad rap, bad rap. I like to put celery in my food. Bad rap, bad rap, bad rap. Do another one. I'll do one. Sometimes I go to the fridge and there's no more bread. Bad rap, bad rap, bad rap. So I decide to make toast in case I can't. Bad rap, bad rap, bad rap. This is the same day I decided to cook my dog. Bad rap, bad rap, bad rap. I went hunting in the woods for a bear. Bad rap, bad rap, bad rap. See the? Do you see how it works? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we did anything that funny though. Okay. Um. That's why I was trying to get. Let me think of another. There's other singing games. Um. Hmm. Hmm. There's always, there's just the classic, there's the, like, Fred Armisen and Christian Wig singing game, which is where someone comes up with the name of a song title, and then you try to sing it together, as if it's something you both know. Oh, yeah. You want to do that? I feel like we're going to do that this whole entire show. Okay, all right. Well, let's come up with someone off the cuff right now. In fact, have you heard the classic song, Off the Cuff? I haven't heard about that song. Yes, you have. We sang it together like oh, a million times. Oh, you're right, you're right. And we sang Off we the Cuff. We wrote it together. You're thinking of Off the Bluff, which we, we have never sang together. But <laughs> Off the right. Cuff, in fact, we've sung. We wrote it. We wrote it together. Yeah. yeah. It's a classic country ditty. Yeah. Okay. And it, it goes, um, I went oh, oh, to, to the, the bar and, and I drove my car, car and yeah. I talked yeah. to yeah. a lady yeah. at the bar. <laughs> and... Chickens, chickens were at the, at the bar, bar for no for reason, no reason <laughs> at all. <laughs> we're gonna work on this one. Don't worry, guys. We haven't finished it yet. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm still working on this tune. Yeah, as Austin Bree would say. <laughs> Is there? Yeah, there's more to off the cuff. 
Well, we got to get to the chorus. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's just go straight to the okay. chorus, right? Yeah. Ready? Mm-hmm. Off the cuff. Off the cuff. I never bluff, but I'm off the cuff. Yay! <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah, we did a good job. I think we're. Can you think of any other songs I that think we we're know by send, heart? Go platinum on that. I think yeah. Well, I mean, of course, country music awards. Um, Here we come. Well, I mean, if we're gonna go with our other country songs, let's go with. Um, mm? If we're gonna go with the other country song we're known for, let's go with "Lipstick on My Cup." Uh, "Lipstick on My Cup" is by far my favorite song of, yeah. of, of <laughs> summer 2014. Yeah, it's yeah. so good. It's definitely the best. It's so good. I mean, I don't know about you, but I remember like sitting in my beach chair, drinking a beer, and singing lipstick in my cup. On, yeah, my, on my soul. I meant to say solo cup. Sorry, oh. I forgot about the solo. Oh, cup I forgot one. about it too. Oh, how convenient lipstick. that we both forgot it was <laughs> lipstick on my solo cup. Oh, that's right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Right. Much okay. Okay, you ready? Yeah. We, we were at, at the, the beach, beach and, and we were drinking beer and then my girlfriend shows up and I say lipstick on my solo cup. <laughs> oh my God, it brings back so many memories, so that song. <laughs> Just so good. The ditty. Uh, it's so good. It's a little ditty ditty. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little like, uh, what, what do People they call People really it? identify with that song. Yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> um, so should we bring up our drinking game? I, uh, we're just going <laughs> to. Well, let's talk about our week a little bit. Just like mention it. Oh, like, sure. Things, things are okay. They're good. Yeah. You know? Let's talk about what you did. Speaking Ooh, of improv God, and UCB. Do. Um, Guys. Yeah, me and my friend Liz of Totes and Approbes Comedy, we did a show this week at, at UCB. UCB, Chelsea, uh, Backyard Brawl. We went up against a long-reigning sketch champion, uh, We Did It Sketch, which is hilarious. They're yes. hilarious. Yes. I've been watching their videos for like months now. They're stupid funny. So we knew we weren't going to win, but we had a good time anyway. And we did three Star Wars ske- themed sketches, which were kind of like so in progress funny. on. So yeah, it, you know, it was good to get them on their feet and try them out. And we had a good time. We're beautiful humans on that stage. Thank you. You're welcome. I think I was the loudest woman in the room. That's for sure. Because they were all dudes performing and then two girls. And I feel like I was the loudest girl. Um, I don't, I don't want to take anything away from you. Mm. Mm-hmm. But the loudest woman in that room was Brandy. Oh, our friend Brandy. Yeah, well, she's a loud laugher. I love her. I was her. happy to have her there. <laughs> I mean, you bring your friend who laughs the loudest to a comedy show that you're performing in. That is a rule. That is true. She was a beautiful human. She's very supportive. Yes. She's great. Yeah, I love Brandy. That was good. And she definitely laughed loud. Well, you, Brandy, and Jack, my husband, you guys all have very, very, like, boisterous, like, traveling, decibel yeah. laughs. Well, so it was nice to have like you guys there. I guess. Yeah. Well, so here's, can I do the laughs? Sure. Okay. So you, you have a laugh that's like, <laughs> which is great and it carries, but it's also like a great backfill for other people's laugh because right. it's just kind of a general like filler. Yeah, it fills it. It's, it's hearty. Yes. And then Brandy's laugh, which can you do hers? Cause I can't even remember. It's, oh, it's like, <laughs> it's like loud yeah. and like. Yeah. You nailed it. It's, it's a little bit squawky. Yeah. Yeah. And then Jack's laugh is pretty normal, but the really distinctive thing about his laugh is that it comes in late. (laughs) So, like, the joke will happen, and you'll be like, and Brandy will be, and then it'll be silent, and Jack will go, that's it. It's the one loud squawk. It comes in late with one big, loud laugh. Yeah. I didn't. I, yeah, you I guys are I'm all distinctive. Sure, I'm sure Jackson laughed, but I didn't hear him. Yeah, he's he's hard to earn a laugh. When you get him to laugh, you've really done a good job. That's true. I use him as my like laugh barometer. Ooh, interesting. Yeah, because he's hard to get to laugh, but when you do, it, it feels good on the inside. It's warm and fuzzy. Like glitter exploding inside you. Yes. Yeah. Like Rachel says. Like Rachel says. You were making me die last night. I'm just an FYI. Oh my God, what did I do last night? 
You wrote an impromptu sketch. Oh, yeah, but I'm not going to release that until it's finished. Come yeah. on now. Stella. Unless you just want me to be that character. I, I can do that. You want me to do character work? A little bit. All right. Um, Stella. <laughs> essentially, it's just a rich woman whose husband was just killed by assassins. But it's like really like and she meets old broads. <laughs> well, she's an old classy lady, but she but something From went wrong. From a different era. Yeah. <laughs> and she meets James Bond, and James Bond is like um, just being what James Bond is. Right. Yeah. Do you want to be James Bond in this situation? Sure. Or you can just be you. I want to be Stella. You're Stella. Okay. <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> All right, let's get it. You're yelling at me. Stella! Stella, get your pearls on. Okay. We're going to go out and get some dick. You got your pearls. God damn it, Stella. I already have my pearls on. I, I can't. They're not big enough, Stella. The, how are the boys supposed you to want you if you don't have big, giant pearls to show off your big, giant titties? You need me to get three, my my extra long strand out on top of my already long string, that strand that's I'm wearing. What the fuck is this Tuesday when you're 18? <laughs> of course I want you to get your big fucking pearls. We're going out for dick. We're going out for some delicious assassin dick. My God, Stella. Why does it always have to be assassins with you? Because we were married to men who were killed by assassins, and now they're after us, but they want to fuck us first. Like, what's the advantage of having assassins come after you if you don't get to get fucked first? I mean, can't we ever just, like, settle for some guy who is divorced and, like, just sitting at the bar looking for, for, you know... Whatever. Stella, what are you even talking about? <laughs> like, literally, what are you even talking about right do, now? Do you not we even notice those men in the bar? don't in that world. We literally live inside of a casino, okay? Oh. We don't even know what time of the day it is, okay? All I wear is diamonds and pearls, okay? Everyone has a code name here, okay? You don't even have a last name. Your name is Stella, my name is Ursula, and everybody else's name is Razorface, Okay? What are you talking about just sitting with a divorced man? Nobody's divorced because everybody dies. All right. Are you wearing your furs? God damn it, Stella. (laughs) You're the worst, worst girlfriend I have ever had in my crazy wealthy casino lifestyle. Just trying to make sure I get the right clothes. No clothes would be fine. No clothes is just fine. Or one of those bathing suits with the buckles so you can come out of the water really in slow motion. Why does it have to have the buckles for you to come out of the water? It always has a buckle in the front. Okay. And it looks like you have a holster, but it's a bathing suit. Okay. The fuck? The fuck, Stella? Where have you been? Are you on drugs? I'm sorry that I didn't read the most recent edition of Marie Claire. I don't know what what a... I don't read Marie Claire. Oh, everyone reads Marie Claire. I don't read Marie Claire. I read Monte Carlo Fashion Weekly, okay? And the only people on the cover are women who just died of a tragic accident. (laughs) Are they dead on the cover? God damn it, Stella, you're keeping me from dick. (laughs) I'm sorry. All right. All right, I will get ready. Thank you. Go put some fucking clothes on. And don't forget to hide a tiny gun in your bra. How t- what, what size? What, how tiny do you think it needs to be? Oh my God, Stella. <laughs> there's only one kind of tiny gun that fits in your bra, Stella. But do you think that maybe we need to be I honestly, I honestly don't care. You could put M&Ms in your bra at this point. I don't care. <laughs> All I know is that we're late for the, for the, Big Spenders poker party, okay? The Assassin Dick, the Dick. The guys. Assassin Dick Big Spenders poker party. We're late, okay? They're gonna start Did you betting us without us there. We don't. We don't need a reservation, Stella. They know who we are. We're Stella and Ursula. We just walk in. We just walk in, okay? And everybody looks at us, and that's it. And that's the end of it. Too old, Brad. I really want this. <laughs> I'm not old. I'm in my fifties. My facelift is amazing. You keep telling yourself we're that age you're only appropriate. 50. Anyway, this hasn't really morphed into the original character, but it's li- I'm living in the world of the James Bond universe. Is what it is. I like it. 
Stella's new, I guess. <laughs> Stella's just brand new to this world. She came from Scarsdale. She's like in a Monte Carlo casino. Like, why can't but I just go to the bar and get a Mai Tai? Like, you really want Yeah, you're my best come- friend because all the other bitches are dead. Stella. <laughs> just parts like- I don't have any other choice. Stella. I just love that was killing me. Dying. Stella, get your pearls on. That's that. Remember that song from the last Stella, James Bond get movie? Your pearls on. Stella, get your pearls on. And then, and then we, we will pull, pull out our, our pi- tiny, tiny guns. guns from our bra and, and stop. Say stop. The, the tiny, tiny dicks from dick penetrating us, penetrating us, saving it. Only Saving for the only big dicks. for the big dicks. <laughs> Assassin dick. Assassin dick. is always huge. Isn't Assassin it? Assassin dick me. Here's what it is. James Bond is a world full of misogyny. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. And all the assassins, like, like I'm a beautiful woman, and of course I have to be intelligent, but you don't use me for my intelligence. You just save me all the time. Right. And they're always women married to men with money who are, like, in a bad relationship. Blah, 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 blah. I don't have to go into the misogyny that is James Bond world. But I just really love the idea of a woman who's, like, living in that world and is just, like, hungry for dick. So she... And will, like, abuse people to get it. No, dead body dick's too far. I know I said that last night, but that's not (laughs) applying to this situation. Okay. She's not the Ted, the female just, Ted Bundy of the assassin world. No, I just world like I just Carlo. like a I just like a woman who's so brazen and hungry that like it makes these pigs uncomfortable. Like, whoa, you're supposed to be beautiful and delicate, and it's like, fuck you, get your pants off. You know, I just like I like shaking it up a little bit. I like it too. Thank you. Also, that she doesn't have a European accent at all. She is. No. She's Long Island born. She's like. Ooh, new- I guess I could probably I could probably do an angry French woman. Should I offend an entire country of people? No, I like it better than she's not from where. Okay. Where- <laughs> I do have an excellent French accent, but we don't have to break that out right like, now. Like this is Elon Musk's ex-wife or something. No, yeah. I'm. This is a. This is a like a guy who was in the international like assassin. That's league. who. You, that's who your husband was. Yeah, that's why he was. Killed. But he married just some Long Island broad. Just, yeah, Ursula. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter. He was in Ursula Atlantic City. from Friends. He was in Atlantic Twin City. Twin of Phoebe. Listen, you're adding too many things to this really simple concept. I'm just trying. To, I'm just trying it's the accent that I'm trying to pinpoint. The That's accent is just me yelling. That's just I what I sound like when I'm yelling. It's not really like, if, if we're going to work on the character of Ursula, she might eventually become like an angry French or an angry Russian woman. No. No, keep no Keeper. Keeper is an angry Long Islander. I really love it. Yeah, it is kind of like Real Housewives meets James Bond. That's what I'm like saying. Like the Real Housewives of the that's Assassins. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a good idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> Should we bring Long Island Medium back? Oh, my God. Always. No. no. I will, yes. No. Another, that was another my day. favorite part. Another ever. day. Dying of laughter. All right, guys. Yeah, let's move on. Yeah. Crazy ex girlfriend. Yeah, let's get out of my the the <laughs> world that is my head full of incredibly insane it. characters. I enjoyed it. Okay. I went there with you. Let's go to my crazy ex girlfriend. What's there? That's neither of us. Speaking of crazy, we're not crazy ex girlfriends. Ooh, okay. Quick anecdotal time. Have you ever been a crazy ex girlfriend to the extent that this this show is? No. Have you? No, <laughs> but I get it. Like I've stalked people on Facebook. Yeah, I get it too. I mean, the cra- I mean, I definitely have been angry and done crazy things. Right. But I've never moved somewhere. No, or... I, yeah, that's obviously an extreme. I just mean, like, have you ever felt kind of like she feels? Do you? Um, I mean, I can tell you my most amount of rage I ever had after a breakup. I've ever told. I don't know if I yeah, ever told you I that think story. I've heard the story, but you can break it out if you want. I broke up with, or the guy broke up with me in college, like yeah. six months later, maybe less than that. Yeah. The girl I live with started like right, casually right. dating I him. This, yeah. 
That was the closest I ever hit to hitting somebody, but I didn't hit her. Mm. But yeah, I don't know. So I guess that's does that does that qualify as crazy? No, I mean I think I think the idea of the show is that crazy is a term that's applied to like women having emotions. So yeah, well, he was real mad at me about that. Yeah. So so I think so. I guess that I probably would be called crazy in that situation, even well, though okay. that was totally justified. So in this show, okay, so for people who haven't seen it, we'll, right. we'll rough it up pretty briefly. It's a musical comedy on the CW, I think created by... Um, Rachel Bloom. Rachel Bloom. Star of the... Well, yeah, Rachel Bloom. Rachel Bloom and another woman, uh, Aileen or... Oh, crap. What is her name? She's she's a, a well-known producer. Yeah. She's she's done a lot of things. She is I think she worked on like a lot of the kind of Nancy Myrie kind of movies. Mm-hmm. She did a lot of like um Nora Ephron movies yeah. too. Yeah. Um anyway, so the premise is, is that it's a woman, Rebecca, who is a successful lawyer. And is really unhappy and depressed and then follows an ex-boyfriend from middle school back to California. And um, it Aileen, doesn't... Aileen McKenna. Aileen McKenna, yeah. And, she um, did, yeah, she did Devil Wars Prada. That was what yeah. I was thinking. Yeah. She, anyway, this main character, um, of course, follows him because she thinks she's in love with him. And then, uh, you know, tries to get close to him and sabotages his relationship. And, you know, all these antics happen. And there's musical stuff that's really hilarious and great. That, well, I'm sure we'll talk about that when we talk more about the characters. But um, I, I think that it's less about like she's a crazy ex-girlfriend because she's going after him and more that she is a person with mental illness. Right. You know, anxiety and stress and right. dealing with denial. And the way that it's manifesting is that she thinks she's in love with this guy. So it's following him to happiness because she can't find happiness in her own life. Well, an, abso- an absolute, like even with the, the intro... That's like before on every episode. Oh, she's all of that is explained in yeah. the intro. She, oh, sure. She says it over. They do it. Um, it's great. The intro is amazing. Oh my god! And yeah. Then at one point, they're like they go into chorus where they keep saying she's a crazy ex girlfriend. Right. And then the very first thing she says in response to a whole bunch of people singing that about her is mm-hmm. that's a sexist. That's yeah. a that's a sexist sexist term. term. So she's a dread like. She, yeah, I mean... I mean, she's fulfilling the stereotype of the crazy ex-girlfriend, but she's doing it in a way... The show does it in a way that... It's not like it's it justified, but, like, she's in a character that doesn't exist in real life. Like, nobody's that extreme, but at the same time, it hits on things that are... Well, and, like, sometimes people just need signs, and she was in a place where she needed signs. Yeah, right. So it's told is, from her perspective, so we're like, well, she's not a crazy ex-girlfriend. Right. This is just a situation of the show, but I think uh, I think we in life have heard stories of girls who do things to current or ex-boyfriends. Oh, absolutely. Um, I'm trying to think of something insane I've done. I, I'm usually pretty chill. I, I don't have a jealousy factor, which I think a lot of girls get attached to this crazy girlfriend thing because they're jealous, you know? Right. I don't want you being friends with a girl or I don't want, you know, whatever. Yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, like, even that one scenario I told you about it was more mm-hmm. because it was in my house. Yeah, it's fucked up. That was the kind of rage. Like, right. if he had dated someone else, I would have been like, it would have made me mad. Right. But I mean, I've, I would have gotten over it. I've never been cheated on, and I feel like that is an impetus for women being untrustworthy and fulfilling these craziness stereotypes. So I don't know, you know, so I like, when it comes to any relationship I've ever had, I've literally had boyfriends be like, that doesn't bother you? And I'm like, why? Right. And they're like, because I'm hanging out with girls at 2 o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, that's your decision. Yeah. Like, if you cheat on me, there's nothing I can do about it. Yeah, no, I agree. And if you lie to me, I'll never know. So worrying about it is a waste of my time. Yeah, that's true. Absolutely. Um, but I've never been cheated on that I know of. So I don't know what that yeah. feels like. Same. So um, I also just don't care. I mean, it's like, because, I mean, now we're getting into a totally different topic, but like if someone cheats on you, it has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with like their insecurities and their problems and like maybe the problems with your relationship, but it doesn't have to do with like you not being good enough. Absolutely. Yeah. 
but let's not we're not we're not doing uh Listen, dr drew's love cast we're doing like a, a tv I'm the, show I'm, I'm on the opposite end of the the drew love cast situation mm-hmm. um i need the uh millionaire matchmaker you do you need a millionaire matchmaker well stella i was working on that earlier but you wouldn't put on the clothes i told you to put on or the uh dr drew's be vulnerable love cast oh yeah true not uh so so i they can't cheat on you if you don't like them at all (laughs) exactly yeah so i can't offer many opinions here right (laughs) other than I love watching Rachel Bloom. Oh yeah, this show. This show is just that's why we wanted to talk about it because I feel like it's it's an underwatched show. It's an under discussed. It did win a couple Emmys though. It was well reviewed, well received, uh, but it doesn't have a huge audience. And I think any if there's anybody thinking, oh, I should get time, make time to watch that show. I think I watched it between on a Friday and a Saturday and finish the whole it's thing. It's phenomenal, I yeah. It so much. And everyone I've ever suggested the show to or it's I've all, talked to who's ever discovered it is like, oh, I love it. Yeah. It is really and so good. It just started last week. I think when this episode airs, the second episode will be premiering that day. So catch up, watch it this yeah. season. It's really good. So before we get any more further, let's talk about our drinking game. Oh shit, yeah. I mean, I'm I gotta. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm almost done with my drink. I know. I've been drinking without the drink game. I'm sorry. But yeah, we should get our drinking game. <gasps> Essentially, is this that we've done a lot of singing already? Yeah, we already in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so uh, it'll go as one of us will start singing, the other one has to sing as well, whatever it is, and then we both drink. It's pretty really? simple. I mean, we, we exist in our lives breaking out the song. So yes. this is going to be something to make us yes, drink a lot. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Good harmony there. A little sippy sip. New little sip sip. Sip 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 All right. Mm. This is actually pretty um, acute reference to the show because we're drinking. And on the show, there are people with drinking problems. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 I would say that Rachel has all the problems. So it looks like. Oh, yeah. Rachel okay. has. Yeah. I just want to talk about the pilot real quick. Sure. Let's go into that because it is beautiful. Because the whole. F- so. Um, so we're going to also talk about our top five favorite songs from the show. OK. There's 39 songs in the first season. OK. That is insane. Yeah, that's I a think, lot of songs. I think there's like 22 episodes. I can't remember. Okay. But that's a lot of songs. And mm-hmm. the one of my favorites, spoiler alert, it's my number two, is the very first song of the whole show. The West Covina. West Covina. I'd say that's my number four. Cal, I just love, it's, I don't know if it's just the Cal- song. California. Yeah. It's just such a classic Musical, musical song an ensemble and dancing and, and it is so it's good. also so the best part for me is that there it kind of happens with the sequence within the first 10 minutes of the whole episode mm-hmm. where lots of coincidences keep happening to her yeah and i love that there's like like there's literal street signs that say Josh on it as she Mm -hmm. she happens to run into Josh on the street. Mm -hmm. There's a street sign that falls down and points to him. That's how she sees him. Mm -hmm. There's butter that's telling her she's unhappy. (laughs) Like there's all this stuff. And I just, it's so well produced and like as far as like a musical number as well. Yeah. I really, really love that song. That's my number four. It's your number four? Yeah, I got some good ones yeah. to follow up. I, but yeah. yeah, no, I have other ones too. But I really love, I just love that. And um, and that whole episode is just like, it's just perfect writing. Okay. It introduces. It is. Oh like, no, their pilot is phenomenal. And it introduces phenomenal. her problems immediately mm-hmm. without, like with just her web history. Mm-hmm. And while she wakes up in bed, yeah. they introduce they introduce the fact that she has insomnia. She's not she's taking like anxiety medication. Oh, that sure. she has issues with her mom. With that her she's mom, a high yeah. powered lawyer. Right. That she doesn't have a life. She right. doesn't have she's not in love. She and then right. she just needs to leave. Right. And then Josh walks into her life and she's like, Glitter exploded inside of me and I needed to to to, to actualize Right, and I think that that's because jo- Josh is happy. I mean, he's he just totally represents happy. like he's very chill with his and life. And 
he and it represents a truly happy moment in her life with or without him oh right when he was Which, when, when she was young. at summer camp right yeah let's cool. listen to a clip of West Covina yeah okay, okay. West Covina California in my soul I feel a fire cause I'm heading for the pride of the inland empire my life's about to change oh my gosh cause I'm hopelessly desperately in love West Covina. All right, and what else? What how how? What are some other moments that stick out to you from the first season? California. Um. Ooh. Well, without going into my favorite songs, um, one of my favorite characters is Daryl. Oh, so good. I love Daryl. Yeah, that, I know what you're talking He's about. He's so funny, and he just is so lovely. Yes. And he is. and his. And he's so on point when it comes to comedy because his character, he does comedy in the way that like Will Ferrell does comedy, which is this like true to to real life, emotionally in touch, vulnerable characters. You believe his character. Daryl is her boss at the law firm in West Covina. And you just believe everything about who he is, but who he is is also ridiculous. Right. So it's so funny. Right. He's hilarious. Right. He's one of my favorite characters. Yeah, he's great. Um, I also, I, as far as Rachel goes, one of her like more uh, interesting quirks that I love, mm-hmm. and I think I even mentioned to you when I was watching, mm-hmm. was that she always has time for everything. Yeah. So she is a h- extremely intelligent, high-powered wa- lawyer, knows Mandarin, but also seems to be able to like bake dozens of cookies for her for her employees, for her friends, for her whoever. Right. And she also spent, is willing to spend any kind of money to impress people. Yeah, I mean, that does run into a problem for her, but That's, yeah. That, that is so both beautiful and narcissistic at the same time. Oh, she's it's extremely narcissistic. It's so amazing to watch. Yeah. It, just because I've never seen anyone on screen so, so, like, I mean, people exist like that, right? Right, right. But I don't know if I've ever seen anyone portrayed that exact, like, specifically mm-hmm. like that. And um, I remember saying, I'm like, damn, she spends so much money on this show. Honestly, though, if you made that much money, you would spend that. No, th- that's what I'm saying. Like, I, on I, yourself and on whatever. But the but the way that she's just trying to prove to everyone that she's a good person. with Via much, spending money. Via spending yeah. money. Like, I'm great. I'm your friend because I can buy you a $1,000 Christmas present or whatever. Right. That's what's that's what's hilarious to me. Yeah, she's that she she's thinks, bananas in pajamas. Yeah. So, oh, we should mention two more characters, uh, real quick. Besides, so we have Josh. Daryl is her boss. Yeah. Her best friend Paula is also Paula's phenomenal. Head paralegal at the office she yeah. works with mm-hmm. and does lots of shady things for her. Paula is just a phenomenal actress, a phenomenal character. She's a great. She's great. The relationship with her husband is hilarious. Well, yeah. Her relationship with Rebecca is hilarious. Well, she hates her when she comes into town, right? And then, then because she like snoops into her computer. Smart. Yeah, it's great. But she doesn't get to like use her intelligence because of the life that she's led. Right. And then Greg. Who is just Greg. like a... Who's, who's a cutie. Who's, I think Greg is really cute. Oh, much cuter than Josh. Totally. I'm and not so much into Josh, but like, maybe just because he's dumb. He's the love interest that, that she's ignoring because of her, her obsession right, with Josh. Right. He's too good for her. He also is like has his own problems and is sarcastic. Yeah, yeah he's and, fine. Yeah. So, um, oh... And what what else? And Josh's friends are hilarious. Oh my Hector God. and White Josh. They have he has like a great group of just like, <laughs> there's a really great And his girlfriend. Oh yeah. Is she's good amazing. too, Valencia, yeah. And she has great musical numbers. She does. Yeah. She does. Um I mean everybody on there obviously is like a talented uh musical person. Um Yes. Um my Third favorite song. Right. Spoiler alert now. Uh-huh. But speaking of talented musical people is um because like I don't know if Daryl is a is a musical actor, but he's like taken on some roles of or taken on some numbers of his own. Yeah, he doesn't have as many as like Paula, for instance. Right. Well right, right, Rachel right. of course has the most. But one of my favorite things well and also like 
when you talk talk about like addressing issues for us in our generation and just like and just addressing things that other TV shows are not addressing right. in general. Right. Um, Daryl comes out as bisexual. Right. And sings a song that's like I'm just getting by. Yeah. Or or like it's like a Hall and Oates style. style yeah, style. and he's wearing like a blazer, and there's like backup yeah. singers of the people in the office, and he's coming out as bisexual as like a, a divorced man with a child. Right. And I love it. I really and like, you love him, and you don't care. You know, like yeah. the stipulations of coming out and whatever you can attach to someone like are gone because it's just this this beautiful person in this beautiful music number. Totally. Let's listen to to a little bit of that one. Yeah, it's so wonderful. I also really like the song where he is singing about his daughter. His daughter. His daughter. It's so beautiful. So beautiful. Yeah, we haven't done that yet, so I thought I'd sing. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, last thing. There's there's some like weird sitcom tropes that kind of like weave into the show. Sure. To kind of like make fun of, but the number one thing that I love, and I said to you today. Uh huh. Is that they all, they're like the hang spot, like their cafe. Yes. Is an outdoor bubble tea place. Yeah, yeah. They're like fucking crazy for bubble tea. Wait, because what is a normal hangout place in like a sitcom? It's like a coffee shop, shop. diner, um, bar, whatever. But it seems like like we're at Bayside or something. Yeah, the bubble tea place. I don't know what it is. everybody goes there. It's so everyone's at the bubble tea place like if any if you wanted to be seen if you were looking for someone i would go to bubble tea. i would never be there i hate bubble tea <laughs> you really hate it yeah i can't stand it i think it's gross yeah it's a, it's definitely an acquired taste yeah and so i would never be caught at the dead at the yeah. west covina bubble tea hangout west covina bubble tea hangout spot one eighty nine Sunset Drive. Is that where it is? No, it's know. not. Apparently, everything's on Cameron. We learned that yeah. in the first episode today. West Cameron. East Cameron. East Cameron. East Cameron. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why there's an air horn at the end of that. You one. want to get to our top five favorite songs of yes, the whole season one? Yes, I do. What's your top five? What's your number five? Well, I will say today in episode two. Oh, you or, picked one from episode two? No, 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 two? I didn't. Season one, uh, season two, episode one, my apologies. Uh, she does a uh, Beyonce. Oh, she does kind inspired. of a Beyonce tribute. It's so good. It's so delicious. It's called Love Kernels. Oh, I love that one. <laughs> I do. Love Kernels is a classic. All right. All right, top five. Number number five. Number five. For you, Mayor. Jap Battle. Jet Battle's really good. <laughs> I like that one. Yeah, with her and her friend from back yeah, home. So her, so it's from episode 13, Josh, and I go to Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rachel and, Rachel is like working on a big like class action case with Josh, and they get the high-powered lawyers from her old law firm, law mm-hmm. firm where it's like she was like paid like half a million dollars a year for this job. Like mm-hmm. She was paid a bucos amount of money. And it's her best friend from like, from like camp days. I don't or know if they friends. were friends. Frenemies. Yeah, 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 they're frenemies. From exactly. Camp days, and they do a jet battle. It was good. It was good rapping. It was so excellent. many references on references on references. Yeah, it was real Guys good. Go. So good. My fifth favorite song, yes. although I considered jet battle, but I didn't. Was the reprise of "Settle for Me" with the girl. Yes. Singing it. Yes. Um, the guy, Greg, sings Settle for Me, the original right. song, but she sings a reprise. Right. Which one is like a beautiful mu- musicals that have reprises. Like, oh, are absolutely. so fun. And, but she sings Settle it. for Me is a great one. Yeah. That was like probably number six for me. Yeah, it was. Um, but I like the one, the version that she does because it's a little bit sadder. Yeah. Because she knows that he loves Rebecca. Right. Yeah. Well, he knows that she knows that he knows that she doesn't love him that much. I know. Which is why she's like, settle for me. Come yeah. on. But it sucks. So like, so like Rachel's settling for Greg. 
Right. Greg's settling. And then, and then for that guy, that woman's Greg. Name. I know. Neighbor. She's great, though. Hi, the neighbor. neighbor. She's amazing. She's great. Um, but yeah, it's like to be at the bottom of that pole, right. like like my uh, my best friend's wedding. You don't yeah. want to be at the bottom. You don't want to be at the bottom of the pole. Yeah. Um, What's your number four? Number four. I'm a good person. Oh yeah, that is a good one. I'm episode- a good person. <laughs> yeah. Episode five. Uh, also, Josh and I are good people. Yes. <laughs> uh, so it's she's good. trying to prove to everybody she's a good person by spending Greg. money. Yeah, but then she's a dick throughout yeah. the whole song. It's great. She, I think she flicks him off at some point. Even. Yeah. 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 Uh, my number four is West Covina. So, so I love I don't know that why. one. It's I love beautiful. It. It's just so good. I know. It's um, the one I think in my head the most when I think right, of the show. Right, of course, of course. Which uh, number three? Number three, Face Your Fears. Oh. Because I love a choir, and oh. I love Paula. Oh, Paula. And then she gets a good, like, solo choir powers ballad. Now, which one on. is that one? Also from, uh, she's, uh, it's, um, you don't have to sing with me so we can drink here. Okay. Is that with her in the hospital? No, no, no. It's in oh. our apartment. She's like... Go on and face your fears or something. Like, I don't remember. Oh, I don't remember that one. Yeah, she has, like, a whole choir around her. It's really good. Um, Okay. It's also from Josh and I are good people. Josh and I are good people. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, What's your number three? My number three is Getting By with Daryl. I love that one. Mm -hmm. It's just... It makes me so happy on the inside. You guys, all of these can be listened to. Yeah, on you YouTube. should listen so, to all of them on YouTube. Um, if you're not going to watch the whole show, at least at li- least watch these. Listen, watch these the top songs. five. What's your number two? Number two is West Covina. Not, yeah, that. of course, it. of course. I love it. Uh, mine is the ballad that Paula sings in the last episode of season one. That one's great. Um, all of these things I did, I did that you I didn't did ask, for you. And yeah, you didn't ask me. And to you do. didn't ask me to do. Yeah. <laughs> Because um, she's got a phenomenal singing voice. That's what I love about Face Your Fears. It's really just yeah, about she's her, a really good singing voice, and she uh, and she's like just she's in a hot dress, and yeah. I'm into it. Uh, what's your number two? I, that was my number two. Oh, I'm sorry. Right? What was your number one? My number one. Your number one song. I think we had the same one. Oh, uh, oh what is it? Are you ready? Yeah. Want to say it at the same time? Um, yeah. Did sexy I getting ready. Sexy song? getting ready song is my number one song too. Also from the sexy pilot. getting ready song. Also from the pilot. Come on, this is sexy a sexy getting, getting ready song. Loving and scrubbing, plucking and fondant. It's a sexy getting ready song. It's so good. The rapper is my favorite yeah, part. Yeah, he goes because he has to go and apologize to some. He's women. like, I gotta go apologize to some bitches because he's like. This is seriously what y'all do? She's she, like standing her, there in her space. It's her face in the background that's like honestly my favorite. Too. My favorite, favorite part of that music video though is when she waxes her butt and blood gets everywhere. Yes. I was like, it's true. <laughs> Meanwhile, like Greg's sleeping on the couch. It's like, Six. I'm sure men got to get ready too. <sighs> She's like, my sex again, red as hell. It's like that. It is totally so like that. Good. It's like, I'm going to get hot for you. I'm going to do all of these terrible things to my body so that I can look good. Yeah. And can I just show up in jeans and a t-shirt, no makeup? That's what you do. What can I do that? Well, I do that now. I'm married. Yeah. I'm boring as fuck now. Yeah. I should. I, that should be my plan for second dates. Showing up without makeup jeans on. Jeans and t-shirt, no makeup. Yeah, but you don't wear makeup all that often anyway. I know. You'll be fine. <laughs> You look good. Thanks, lady. Hey, guys out there who want to send us creepy emails. Guess what? We look amazing. Right now, specifically. <laughs> yeah, we look great right now. We look great all the time. Well, it's like, um, <clears throat> just to something to leave you away with, ladies. little apt advice. Because Halloween's coming. Yeah. And uh, my husband and I were shopping for Halloween costumes. And mm-hmm. I said this real loudly in a costume store. Because I don't do things not loud. That's obvious. That's true. Um... I was looking specifically for a droid costume, mm-hmm. and they had a BB-8 costume for women, but it was like a short skirt. It was like a sexy BB-8. We saw that one that was a blow-up one at uh, I, Yeah, Target. but it was for kids. Oh, it was? It was oh, for okay. children, yeah. The, so anyway, so Jack holds it up, my husband, he holds it up, and he's like, there's this one. It's a sexy BB-8. And there's people everywhere, because it's before Halloween. And I go, ugh. Isn't there anything that's not a sexy costume? I'm sexy every damn day of the year. I want one day where I don't have to dress sexy. Well, and if I if I'm gonna hold a sexy if I'm gonna be a sexy droid, I'm gonna just be a dildo. <laughs> <laughs> like 
Just give me a dildo. I'll just, just put a whole bunch of... Just let me be a dick. <laughs> yeah, I don't... Put a whole bunch of dildos on me. I don't understand. What's the point? Like, what's... Like, I'm a sexy cat. I'm a, a sexy sec- nurse. Or, okay, fine. A sexy fine. droid is weird, Being too. a sexy cat, fine. Being a sexy nurse, fine. Being a sexy policeman, fine. But it's like the arbitrary sexy things. No, that's like, what I mean. I'm a sexy Darth Vader. I'm a sexy microphone. I'm a sexy <laughs> pumpkin. I'm a, I'm a sexy um, uh, syringe. It's like... Fuck, Ooh, stop being interesting. Stop making random objects sexy. Stop. I, I actually now you're you're making an interesting argument. You want to be a sexy syringe right now? Just to be something real arbitrary. For irony. As sexy. Yes. Um Okay. All right. Let's, sexy yeah. sunglasses. I'm I'm sexy sunglasses. Sexy sunglasses is just showing up naked with a pair of sunglasses on, on your, and they're on like, "What the tits. fuck are you doing?" No, and it's like, tits. "I'm sexy sunglasses." What? She's a sexy nurse. I can't be a sexy something. Ugh. It's just bullshit. I just I've never been a sexy anything for Halloween, and I refuse. And I can tell you right now that if I ever have daughters, they're not ever gonna like. The Halloween thing for them is like you're gonna dress up like a robot and not a sexy robot, a regular old cardboard well, box. Did you robot. ever hear? I don't remember how many years ago this was, but uh, Tina Fey's daughter made up a costume. I think she was like four or five, so I don't know how long how old okay. she is now. Sure, Cherzies. She was like, "What do you want to be for Halloween?" And uh-huh. she made it. She was a bacon eating robot. Amazing. Of course. That's great. That's phenomenal. That's what a costume is. <laughs> a costume is you become something else, not I become sexy. Like, you're sexy all the time, ladies. Yep. You don't need to show off your cooch and put on something that your titties pop out of. I mean, if you want to do that, you can do that. But you don't need, like, an arbitrary costume to do that, ladies. You're hot. Yeah. You're going to be just as hot dressed up as a toilet as you will as a sexy cat. So just stop it. But if you do decide to be sexy, yeah, put on sexy getting ready song. It's a sexy getting ready song. Loving and rubbing, scrubbing and hunting. I don't know. Sexy getting ready song. It's a whole bunch of verbs. Yeah. <laughs> In what order? order? It's good. I'm gonna go watch it right Fluffing now. Loving and buffing, scrubbing Squeezing and huffing. So waxing and shaving. shaving. Farting and peeing. It's a sexy getting ready sound. Yeah, it's wonderful. You're hot, ladies. Don't Guys, don't feel like you have to prove it. Don't forget to rate and subscribe. Oh yeah, do that. Don't forget. You know what's the sexiest thing you can do this Halloween? Subscribing and rating. Is subscribing and rating. There will be so drinking. So fucking hot. Both the mothership and our recap. You guys. There will be drinking recaps when peaks. That's what that is. Hey, guys. I'm going to like give fellatio to this microphone. Email us with some like information. Just say hey at Uh twbdpodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at twbdpodcast or on Instagram at there will be drinking. And facebook.com slash TWBD podcast. Yeah, go cray cray. All of those things you can do and participate. And we're two lady operations. So let me tell you, if you email um, us or text us or whatever, we're going to we're gonna answer you. Yeah, we do. I reply to all comments on Instagram. You do. At the very, very least, good at that. You're very good at that. <laughs> I'm more of a Facebook person myself. Yeah. But yeah. You're in charge of Facebook. I'm in charge of Instagram. See, we even have our own departments. What kind of business <laughs> is that? Check that shit out. All right, guys. We love you forever. Ooh. Caitlin's. What? Stella? Can you please end it on a good... Uh... Um... Stella, did you bring your fucking hair extensions? That's a requirement now? What? (laughs) None of it is a requirement, but all of it needs to happen or else you're never going to get any dick. I didn't, re- I didn't realize you needed... You told me the pearls and the furs. I didn't realize I needed the air Stella, I've too. already killed three men today. Please don't make me kill you. Please don't make me kill what you. What do you need me to do? Whatever you need me to do. I I'm need you terrified to, of I you need right you now. to dress like, like a very, very expensive whore because we're going to go into this casino and we're going to get some assassin dick. Because I'll why go, live in a world where women aren't, don't have any skills except being seduced it's 50, if we can't go in there and get okay. some fucking dick? Okay. I'm going to go get it. I'm also going to get $50,000 out of the safe for gambling. Is that enough? We don't gamble with our own money. That's what men are for. (laughs)
You're literally the worst. I'm gonna have to stab you. I'm gonna have to stab you with my bra knife. I don't have a choice. No, I no, I have to stab you. You have to watch me. You have to. I have to look you in the face as you die. It's a revenge thing. Just go with it. Can't wait. No, Estella, I'm sorry. It's the end. Fine. It's the end for you. It's cool. It'll be really dramatic. I'll show you. I'll throw you off a balcony into the pool. Get it over with. Okay. So now. All right. Now I gotta do this all by myself. All the time. All the time, Ursula. You're always on your own. It's fine. It's fine, I guess. More dick for me. Uh. It's the sexy getting ready song. The sexy getting ready song. Grabbing and plucking, brushing and rubbing. The sexy getting ready song.